the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 447. That's 1 800 Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Mexican air safety investigators looking into the crash of a small passenger jet. Injuries, but no deaths among the 103 people on board. The governor of Durango State in Mexico said a gust of wind hit flight AM2431 as it was lifting off the tarmac and that that forced the pilot to abort. He says so far it's too soon to speculate on the cause of the crash. Mechanical failure and human error could be factors, but strong wind and heavy rain with marble-sized hail had been lashing the area, even damaging hangars at the airport. Remarkably, everyone on board survived. I'm Shirley Smith. Former Trump campaign chief Paul Manafort back in court this morning, day two of his federal bank fraud trial. On Wall Street right now, the Dow up about 13 points, NASDAQ ahead 36. This is SRN News. August is National Children's Eye Health and Safety Month. Eye injuries are a leading cause of vision loss in kids, with about 42,000 sports-related eye injuries occurring each year. Remember to provide your child with proper protective eyewear for their sports or recreational activities. Learn more at sites like friendsforsight.org or yoursightmatters.com. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Another live edition of Like It Matters Radio is coming up next here on Wellness 1570. So stand by for Mr. Black. Stand by for 78 today. Partly cloudy. Could see a scattered shower, thunderstorm. Through the afternoon and into the evening, a low near 59 tonight. Then tomorrow we'll see partly cloudy skies. A little chillier with a high around 71. As I mentioned, it's time for Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black next Standard Heating and Air Conditioning knows how much you love being outdoors and soaking up all that Minnesota summer sunshine. You know what else is great? Coming into a nice, cool, air-conditioned house afterwards. So if you're looking into updating your old system or finally getting that AC you've always wanted, Standard Heating has got you covered with some great deals in July, like instant savings of $700 on new air conditioners. There are even easy financing options available on approved credit. It's no sweat, really no sweat, to make it even cooler. A new system can cut your cooling costs by up to 30%. So don't wait. Call Standard Heating and Air Conditioning today and ask how you can save $700 on your new air conditioner. And enjoy all summer has to offer inside and out. Learn more about these great offers at standardheating.com patriot. That's standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Pro-life across America. The Billboard people. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. 
My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non political and tax deductible please help support our life-saving outreach a baby child is being 18 days from conception views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management are you sick and tired of being sick and tired If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, you are very blessed, because not only today do you have me on the the radio, but you also have another person I'll introduce in a moment, who uh, his forte, his passion is just like mine, is leadership. You know, I'm blessed. I get to do a lot of things. I get to impact a lot of people's lives. Uh, uh, I could probably list out about 25,000 people's lives I've changed over the years. I could show you, go to my LinkedIn page, you can see 50 testimonial letters. If you go to my email, I can give you thousands of testimonial letters of people I've changed their lives. So I get to counsel, I get to uh, coerce, uh, I get to cajole, uh, I get to move people. Uh, and that's what I love about what I get to do. It's about living a significant life. And so uh, I, I'm uh, not as active on LinkedIn as I'd like to be. Although I got a lot, I got about 2,500 people I'm connected to, but I really don't use social media that well. And I'm always uh, impressed by people who do. I just figure I'll leave that stuff to God. And so I like to read a lot. And so I'm on LinkedIn and uh, I saw this article. Uh, mastering five simple strategies that will help you become a better leader today. And so I checked out the article. I thought it was a good article, and then I saw who uh, wrote the article, uh, John Eads. And so I uh, looked at it a little bit. John Eads has been uh, produced. He, he writes for Inc.com, uh, I'm pretty sure, and he's in LinkedIn a lot, so he knows how to use social media. And I, I did a little investigating, and John is CEO of LearnLoft. Uh, a full-service organizational health company whose mission it is to turn managers into leaders and create healthier places to work. Uh, he's a speaker, uh, host of the Follow Me, uh, Follow My Lead podcast, and author of FML, Standing Out and Being a Leader. John is contributing writer uh, on Inc.com and linked uh, in Pulse. His work has been featured in training industry magazines, eLearningIndustry.com, CNBC Money, and more. And so I thought it would be a blessing to our listeners and to me as well because I love to learn about leadership. I love to teach it, love to learn about it, love to study it. Uh, And so I thought we would bring John on uh, and we can discuss leadership. So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, uh, John Eads. John, welcome. Glad you're here with us. I appreciate you having me, Scott. So, uh, uh, again, I know nothing about you. You and I have never actually even talked, have we? We have never spoken words together. That's correct. That's cool. So I just want our listeners to know I'm just uh, fascinated by the field of leadership, and you look like you actually know what you're talking about. So I think that would be a great conversation uh, for you and I just to posit about the, uh, the field, the idea, the concept, the role, whatever you want to call it. Of leadership, but uh, let me ask you. It seems like you have a, a a passion, an excitement about leadership, like I do. Is that correct? Yeah, mine came from uh, from some, some real heartache, Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought I wanted to be a quote unquote leader of mm-hmm. of people. Um, mm-hmm. I always felt like achieving things together versus an individual trophy. I always had more fun at that. I always, mm-hmm. uh, I always took more pride in it. It was more mm-hmm. fun than just achieving a, 
you know, a personal goal or a personal dream. So I always thought doing things together and achieving things as a group was just a, a better way to live in many ways. And so I always kind of had this dream that I would one day be a, you know, quote unquote leader of people. And in my first role of leading a team, I just failed miserably. And mm-hmm. uh, I caused a lot of heartache and grief for my people. <laughs> no one was growing. The business wasn't growing. The team wasn't growing. Um, it was the John show. And uh, it was through that experience I, I had to let go of a team member. And at the end of that meeting, uh, my, my soon-to-be ex-colleague looked me right in the eyes, Scott, and she said, John, I, I didn't know where we were going. I didn't know what we were doing. And I certainly didn't know how I was helping us get there. And it was in that moment, Scott, that it just hit me like a ton of bricks that the problem was not my team or her at all. The problem was me from a leadership perspective. I had I had failed them uh, from a leadership perspective. Jocko Willink famously said, uh, there are no bad teams. There are just bad leaders. And I was living mm-hmm. proof of that. And, and it was tough to handle because I, I wanted to be a good leader so badly, and, I, and I'd failed them. So that's really where my – my passion for it came from and in that moment of uh, heartache of uh, I'm an emotional guy. So after she left, I mean, I just bawled, man, I just cried. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was in that moment that I, I, I'm a faith based guy. And I I said, God, I don't know why this is happening, but uh, I know I'm going to do everything in my power not to let it happen to other people. Wow, and that's powerful. But let me ask you, I always like to start a little earlier than that. Let me, let me ask you about your upbringing. Did, if I was to ask you the leader in your life, uh, ask you about somebody uh, that is more responsible for being who you are today, uh, if you had to go back through your experiential aquarium and say, man, there's that teacher, there's that dad, there's that mom, there's that brother, is there someone that you could pick out uh, that you would call the leader in your life, the person that's more responsible for you being who you are today than anybody else? Well, I think family is a big part of that. And, I mean, everybody grows up in different environments. Uh, but I was blessed to grow up in a healthy and loving home that both mother, father, um, two brothers. I grew. I was just super fortunate to grow up in uh, a place with a loving home that, that raised me with uh, the right value system and moral compass. Um, so I would be, I'd be remiss not to mention how lucky and fortunate I was to have uh, a mom and a dad that poured into me uh, in all aspects of my life. I don't, I don't take that for granted. I, I think a lot of people that do have that or had that do at times take that for granted. So I, I think starting there uh, is a natural place for me. But I've yeah. had tons of men and women, Scott, that from college coaches to sports coaches to teachers, I mean, that have just that have played a major role. But I don't think anybody's played a bigger role for me personally than, you know, my faith walk. So um, uh. I, I would probably have to go there. That's so cool. You know, I can see you're such a better businessman than I am. Uh, I can hear that so clearly. You keep talking about your faith walk. I'm a, I'm a proud servant of Jesus Christ, so I, I boldly say that. It costs me a lot of business, I'm sure it does, but I, uh, I, uh, I love God. Uh, and the more I study leadership, uh, John, I got to tell you, uh, the more it brings me back to the cross. The more I study leadership, I've been studying leadership and delivering it for 25 years. Uh, and as I learn more about what leadership is and the truth of leadership, it brings me closer and closer to the foot of the cross. And so um, as I expand and grow in my impact in people, I'm realizing that, that a, a lot of it is because of who I am in God uh, and what he's shown us. You know, when he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, there's a great example of leadership there. And what I want to do with you is address something you said. I deal with people in the trenches, uh, emotional baggage. And I'm going to tell you, you are blessed. Very few people uh, have had the type of childhood that you have had. And uh, I think that's what some of it is, your passion for leadership, wanting to work together, uh, wanting to build, you know, do things together. Man, I think that stems from your foundation that your family gave you, uh, that they gave you uh, that togetherness of a family, that they gave you the, the, the morality of people doing the 
right things in the right way at the right times. So I think you have it built in almost, this desire, this craving for leadership, because I think you grew up, it sounds like, uh, in a family of leaders, uh, people who knew their role, uh, people knew how to move people in the right way, uh, people who knew how to put in a foundation that would be lasting. Uh, boy, I don't know about you, but to me, those are some great qualities of leaders. And it sounds like you have a mom and dad that are both great leaders. Yeah, I think that's true. But at the end of the day, um, we define leadership as someone whose actions inspire, empower, and serve others to produce an improved state over an extended period of time. Yep. Amen. That's what I said to mom and dad. Hey, we're going to a hard break. We'll be back in three minutes with John Eads, and we're talking about leadership on Like It Matters Radio. Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich. Leadership Awakening is a very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening. To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's likeitmatters.net slash events. Hey, welcome to our show. Hey, and we got some news. Premier Pool and Spa is having a truckload sale. Does that mean there's just one or two of them are on sale? Because that's all that fits in my truck, eh? Did uh, you just fall off a truck? Yeah, that's why I talk like this, eh? No, that means that all the hot tubs and swim spas in the inventory are all on sale, plus the next two truckloads, and they're all on sale. And if they don't have what you want, they can build exactly what you're looking for, and it'll be on sale too, eh? Well, shouldn't you wait for all the summer fair sales? Because everyone says that's the best time of year to buy, eh? Hey, remember, the people have to pay to have a booth at the fair and then when you look at the deals it includes that cost in there so it's not really a deal so why wait till another time when the deals now are just as hot as the weather buy now and get what you want when you want it at this big truckload sale visit premier pool and chan essen today premierpools.com premier pool and spa where we take fun seriously eh take off if listening to mr black on like it matters radio is not enough if you need more of him Here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And if you miss any of this radio show, you can listen to it again. Just go to likeitmattersradio.com, and there you'll find this message and about four or five months of archive messages. Uh, Also, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, the good news is we play twice a day on iHeartRadio. So we're in the morning uh, from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then we're replayed again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And, of course, you can go to iTunes, 
and subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and there you will find us as well. And today, uh, you are blessed because we have a, a gentleman on the a radio who knows leadership, who uh, teaches organizations how to lead. He's a great leader himself. Uh, he has a lot of great insight to share with you uh, and me today. So let's go back to our phone lines with John Eads, CEO of LearnLoft. Again, John, thank you for joining us on Like It Matters Radio. Absolutely. So a couple of things. Whenever I talk about leadership, uh, to me, there's always three questions, John. Uh, number one is, who am I? Number two is, what is it? And number three, why does it matter? And, and what I mean by the first question, who am I? I don't know about you, but I get a lot of people that think they're just. You know, I'm just a housewife. I'm just a, a salesman. Uh, I'm just a, a guy working a car wash. Uh, I'm just this. So let me ask you, uh, this concept of leadership, is it is the limited group, can anybody become a leader, uh, or, or is this a title? I mean, how do you feel about that in regards to someone who's going to say to you, well, John, who am I? I I'm just this, and you, you're talking about leadership. What would you say to them? Well, it starts with, um, can everybody be a leader? I think that's the natural question. Um, there's a study done by Leadership Quarterly that looked at, are leaders born or made? And a lot of people will default to, well, you know, I'm not, I just wasn't born with it. It just isn't, it wasn't what, you know, I, I had it in the cards for me from a DNA perspective. And what the study found was that 24% of a person, you and me and everybody listening, um, from a leadership perspective is DNA. Well, that leaves 76% that's learned. And here's why this is so important. I don't know if you or me or anybody else that's listening was born with this DNA to be one of the great leaders that ever walked the earth. I do know that we all can become better leaders, and we all can lead in our own ways, um, in our own you know, environment, in our own households, in our own relationships, at work, wherever it is that you um, get the opportunity to lead, you can become a better leader. And why that's so important is because at the core of leadership is serving and empowering other people. So you can make the lives of other people better wherever you are. It does, you can be uh, working at, as a stay-at-home mom, and I call it work because that is hard work, um, maybe more hard work than anything else that yeah. we do. But you have the incredible opportunity to influence and serve and empower those children or your spouse or other moms that are going through difficult times. So it doesn't matter what you know what your your mission is right now in life or that season that you are in life with your current role. You can you can absolutely lead wherever you are. Absolutely, and and I think a lot of people start with the premise. I think I hear it in your thing too, and it's almost a, um, a presupposed, if you will, that that leadership uh, automatically defaults to a positive state. And I would suggest that leadership does not automatically default to a positive state because uh, there are two driving forces in life. It's neuroassociative conditioning, uh, the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. They're the two drivers. You're either moving towards something and we're, or we're moving away from something. And I truly believe that every single human being is a role model in some way. You know, when I was, I was a single dad for about 10 years, and when I was out with my kids, I'd see other kids acting up. And I'd look at them and point at those kids and say, if you guys ever acted like that. And my kids wouldn't even let me finish the sentence, John, because they, were, they knew what the rest of the sentence was. And so I was using those kids as an example of leadership of what never to be. And I've also seen people acting honorably, nobly in an in a ignoble world at times and say, man, that's how I'd like to act. Uh, you know, I, I think Billy Graham said, I think uh, Christians do more to scare people away from God than anybody else. And so I think Hitler was a powerful leader. There was nothing good about Hitler. But Hitler moved people. He, he got a group of people to slaughter millions of people. Uh, Jim Jones, I mean, a leader, not a good leader, but a powerful leader. He led a whole bunch of people to take their own life. So, I mean, what, what's your take on that? I mean, we can lead people in a negative way. I mean, look at our president. Half the people love our president. Uh, half the people hate him. Uh, but So he's leading one way or the other, no matter what side of the fence you're on. So, I mean, what's your take on that? Take on that? I mean, that's just my belief system. What do you think about that? Well, it's a good question. I mean, at the end of the day, before break, I told you that we define leadership as someone whose actions inspire, empower, and serve others to produce an improved state over an extended period of time. So when you look at that definition, um, someone whose 
actions, not just words, but through their actions, serve and empower and inspire other people towards an improved state over an extended period of time. So I would I would argue that some of you know, a Hitler and some of these other leaders, you absolutely can influence people towards a negative thing. John Maxwell said leadership is is influence. Well, you can yep. absolutely influence people towards a negative way of thinking or the wrong direction or a bad way of life. So I think as a as someone that is interested in leadership or being a better leader at home or being a better leader at work or being a better leader for, you know, your children or your spouse, whatever it may be. I think the natural question is, how do you go about doing that? And that is you have to lead people towards a better place than we are today. Because if, if what you're doing is leading people towards a worse place, in fact, Mm -hmm. you're not leading, you might be managing or you might Mm -hmm. be being actually hurtful. So I think it's really needs to be taken into consideration is where are we trying to go that's better than we are today and then how can my actions serve empower and inspire other people to help them get there so we all get there um and that those are tough questions to yeah to ponder because it's not in our natural dna like you mentioned to think about other people first yeah we we when you look at a picture on Facebook or Instagram or anything else with you in it, where's the first place your eyes go? Yep. It goes to yourself. You want to see what you look like, (laughs) you know? I mean, if you're in the picture, I don't know anybody that first looks at somebody else. I always look at myself. And so (laughs) our natural reaction (laughs) is to think about ourselves. And and I don't think there's – that doesn't mean there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but to start leading the right way. You have to start thinking about other people, and my my, I, I promise your listeners, if you start to lead this way and think about other people and their long-term success and well-being, and your actions are changed and reflect your belief in that, what that you're trying to do that, your life will get better. So then what you're saying is, and I believe, by the way, everything you just said, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with. Don't hear, I, I'm not uh, disagreeing with you at all. I'm just putting stuff out there. I love to talk about this field because it's fascinating. But, but you started, which is so powerful, with a definition, which I think is, shows your leadership uh, right there. Because the first thing you did when I asked a question that was a little bit uncomfortable was that you went to the definition that you're using for leadership. Which is so critical because so many times there are a lot of words out there, uh, John, that are uh, that are generalizations. And I study words. That's my background, an etymologist. And so, uh, you know, a lot of words, uh, you, you got to define words. Some words have multiple definitions. Uh, sure. I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know what the most defined word in the English dictionary is, John? Do you by chance know what that is? I, I do not know. I'd love to know, though. It, it's, a, it's a word called set. Believe it or not, the three-letter word set. S-E-T. It has almost 400, look it up when you were off the radio, 400 <laughs> variations, uh, uses, ways to be the word set. Uh, it's, you know, like I do a lot of counseling, and so, you know, you, you see one spouse that say, well, if you love me, you do this. Well, the other one's saying, well, if you love me, you do this. Well, if you love me, you do this. They're dealing with this word love, but they've defined it differently. And so we got to go back to the basic definition. It's like going to a counselor. I see a lot of people that go to a counselor, uh, and you might want to know a counselor's map of reality. You might want to know a counselor's belief system before you start telling them, they start letting them tell you how to live your life. I mean, you and I are both men of faith. Uh, you say, I don't know if we have the same faith, but my faith is very important to me. It's the most important thing in my love for God. And so to go to somebody who thinks anybody that believes in God is an idiot, and then take that person's advice. You see what I'm saying? So we always got to make sure, and I think it alludes back to what you said about your friend, uh, the one employee that left. She didn't know the vision, the values, what she was supposed to do. She kind of didn't have those things set up and defined. And I think one of the great things through this conversation that we're learning too is leaders define uh, the terminology. Leaders define the topics. I mean, would you think that's fair? I think it's fair, and I, I, the one place I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't go today, which is, you know, your face important, my face important. But the very best way to live out that definition of leadership or your faith is what we call NOMO, 
okay, not only knowing the definition of leadership or knowing what your faith is, but more importantly, modeling it. Because there's no better way than to share those beliefs or that system of of, um, your definition of leadership or your, your, your belief in your faith than to model it in real life. Because that's what people see. And oftentimes if you're example and if you take your your example your model very seriously like i'm talking you people watch everything that you do and so if you're really concerned with what your model is people might end up asking well what do you believe or why why do you do things this way so versus being you know when we open you you said your faith might have even cost you business i don't i don't know if that's true or not but i will say your faith doesn't always have to be overt or you don't have to always be talking about it in the workplace or you don't always have to be talking about how great of a leader you are the best thing you can do is just model what good looks like and there's tons amen. of examples like that amen we're going to a hard break let's pick up this conversation about modeling of a leader after the break we'll be back in three minutes with like it matters radio here's what business owner ken johnson had to say about the impact like it matters leadership awakening had on his employees since then they have been on fire they have been committed as a team absolutely changed they are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before first of all best investment i ever made secondly we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in minneapolis september 13th through the 15th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of sizes from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today uh, we are talking about leadership. And we're talking about leadership with John Eads, who is CEO of LearnLoft. He specializes in leadership. Matter of fact, John, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. You guys do a lot of unique stuff. Why don't you let them know how they can reach out to you? Well, you can check us out at LearnLoft.com. That's the easiest way to check us out. Um, But, yeah, LearnLoft.com. 
And you guys, uh, uh, you I see a lot. You have profiles, a lot of leadership profiles. Uh, I mean, what is the essence of what you go? What would someone reach out to you and and, and contact your organization uh, to become a better leader? But you have tools and that you use as well to help them. Correct? Yeah, we we uh, are are. We use assessments, um, surveys, things to help managers become leaders. And one of the tools that we use is called our Welder Leader Assessment, where um, we, we've we done 25,000 assessments of leaders across organizations. And what we found is that the best leaders simultaneously use high levels of love and discipline in the workplace. And so we define, um, you were talking about the definitions of words earlier. I think mm-hmm. it's important we define these two terms. Love is simply, um, at the core of love is to will the good of another. That's mm-hmm. really what love is all about, like to that. will the good like of another. That. So uh, we define it as to, contri- to contribute to someone's long-term success and well-being. So it's not any kind of HR violation or anything like that. <laughs> um, we're really talking about are you as a leader contributing to the long-term success and well-being of your people? Cool. And then on the other side, discipline, often just as misunderstood, uh, means a lot of people think discipline is all about rules and, you know, from a leadership perspective in leading other people, you cannot choose for your people. They have to choose. So it's your job as a leader to set really high standards. So we define discipline as to promote standards in order for an individual to choose to be at their best, to promote mm. standards in order for an individual to choose to be at their best. It's your job as a leader to set really high standards or a bar and then mm-hmm. provide all the tools and the resources and the coaching and the support to help them reach that standard. And But they have to choose. You cannot choose for your people. And so what we found is that the best leaders simultaneously use high levels of love and discipline in the workplace. And that's, uh, that's what that assessment is. And, you know, we, we help individual leaders and then obviously their organizations to understand how their people are leading today based on five leadership profiles and then provide them content and support to help them become better versions and better leaders in their organization, most importantly for the people that report to them. I got to tell you, John, those are two great definitions. I mean, if I got nothing else, I'm just telling you now as a listener, because I love to learn. If I was a listener right now, I would say I would do a mic drop right there. I'd say what John just shared with me right there, and those two definitions of love and discipline were worth the hour I spent on this radio show. So <laughs> I, I think that is so powerful, John. That is a, that is a, a well put, uh, both of those words. And, again, I, I look for the example of Christ. Uh, again, uses those both. I look for our, our leadership training that we do. That's the toughest training uh, people have. And those two words and the way you define them are what we use to get the results we get. So uh, I think that is absolutely powerful uh, and a, really a great uh, great reason for people to reach out to an organization like yours and to do that. So I, I want to go back to what we were talking about before uh, the break. And by the way, I want to go ahead and open the phone lines up if you want to call in. Uh, you know, I got John available. If you want to ask uh, John or myself a question. You can ask me a question any day, but you got John on the phone. Uh, that's 651-289-4466. 651-289-4466. John's knowledgeable. He's got a good base. I can tell that. I've never met John before, but he's got a good heart. He's got a good family background. He's got a good foundation. Uh, Mom and dad did well, and uh, and you've uh, carried on the, the good role, it looks like. I, I want to go back to what you were talking about, John, about um, a modeling. Because I think this is so important. And to me, I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion that leadership is a loop. I call it flexing your pecs. You know, it's permission, it's example, and it's culture. Uh, you know, I grew in a household up of hypocrites. I did not have the good childhood you had. So my dad used to tell me, do as I say, not as I do. And so I believe permissions, we give people permission through our actions. When I was a single dad for a while, I had to be careful. I could do, I could have girlfriends, I could have people share my bed at night that weren't my wife, but that's not how I morally choose to live my life, and that's not how I've raised my kids. So if I'm telling my kids not to do A, B, or C, or D, then they should see me not doing A, B, or C, or D. So I believe it's permission first. I believe it's example second. A picture's worth a thousand words. Uh, most people speak 120 to 140 words per minute, uh, 150 words per minute. I can get to 180. So one picture, uh, 
uh, is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. And a picture's worth a thousand words. Uh, it really gives a great understanding of the example that we give. And I, I counsel a lot of pastors, and I tell pastors, you know, people really don't need another sermon, John. They need a, a picture. They need an example. And so once you got permission, once you got example, and then it's culture. Culture, everything comes from the culture. It's like soil. Good soil produces good produce. So bad soil produces bad produce. Uh, everything comes from the soil. So I think that example uh, that we put out, the permission that we give through our actions, is one of the most important things of a leader. Let me ask you, when you're working with people, do you think one of the ways people lose their authority, they lose people following them, do you think one of the main reasons is because they're not giving a good example because they're not being that picture? I mean, what, what's your belief on that? Well, that's a lot of stuff. I, you know, I think. I know. That, sorry about that. If you, <laughs> no, if you break it down, though, you know, I think the choice of words is really important. I mean, everybody's different, but I don't look at it as authority, and I don't look at it as I look at it as empowering others to make decisions. I mean, it's it's less about. Um, having the authority over my people or having authority over my wife, it's more about um, getting them to choose to do the right things and getting them to choose to meet the standards. And and what are the creative ways that we can go about to do that? I'll I'll tell the – I mean, in the South, everybody likes Chick-fil-A. I don't know if Chick-fil-A has made it to Minnesota. But um, I love this story um, about the founder of Chick-fil-A, Truett Cathy. If you go into any Chick-fil-A and you order and you say thank you, no matter what Chick-fil-A you go into, what do they say? They say, it's my pleasure. That's how they respond. Any Chick-fil-A in America, it's my pleasure. And I always was – I became mildly obsessed with like how could – how could they make that happen across the organization in every restaurant? I mean, we're talking about high school students that work at a Chick-fil-A, and every time you say thank you, that's what they say. Well, I asked um, Jimmy Collins, who was the third employee at Chick-fil-A, how this came about. And he told me this story. Truett Cathy's the founder, is no longer alive. But he said, I'll never forget Truett. Um, you know, he went to a really famous hotel chain um, and they started saying, it's my pleasure to serve you. And he just loved it. He just got it. He thought it created such a great experience for the customer. And so when he went back to Chick-fil-A and he decided he really wanted this to be a part of their culture and the way their people behaved, he didn't mandate it. He modeled it. And so for two to three years, anytime anyone would say thank you to him or anything like that, that's how he would respond it's my pleasure to serve you. It's my pleasure to – it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure over and over and over again. And his habit became other people's behaviors. And and over time in the organization, people started to realize how serious he was for wanting this in his restaurants. And all of those franchise owners took up that, that cross, if you will, or that, that burden of getting his pe- their people to say that. So – I just think it's really powerful that instead of he could have just come out and said, everybody else needs to say it's my pleasure. He did the opposite. He modeled it. And that's the way he created it and he embedded it into his culture. And I think we all have the ability to do that in wherever environment we are is your example, your modeling of it, your empowering of other people. It is if, if, a dis, if a, an idea comes up and you shoot it down or you say that that's not your authority, well, by your very nature, you're not modeling what you're trying to get other people to do. So I think that's that's kind of where I would go with it, Scott, is, yeah. you know, your, well, your model you, I, is yeah. awesome. And I agree with you, but I think you're misusing the word authority how I meant it. If someone doesn't choose to follow me, they're not going to follow me. They're, they remove my authority. So you got to understand what I'm talking about. I can mandate my kids to do whatever I want. I'm their dad. But I want them to choose to follow me. 
Uh, and, and when I'm hypocritical, when I'm beating on them, when I'm living a life that's dishonoring to them, then they might do what I say because I mandate it because I'm their dad. But I have no authority in their life. My, the people in my life who allow me to lead them, they give me authority. I don't command authority. You're misusing the word the way I used it. I, they give me authority. They choose. You keep using the word choose. Well, someone could choose not to follow me because I'm a monster. Someone could choose. They could still work under my employee. They could still get a paycheck. They can still punch a clock because I got laws. I can't fire people. But when I'm talking about authority, I'm not talking about commanding authority. I'm talking about the authority that they're giving me to have their whole soul in my hands as their boss, as their leader. So, again, words are really powerful because we're using the same word. We're using it differently. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about grabbing it from somebody. I'm talking about them giving me the authority, them allowing me the honor to lead them, them allowing me to speak life. I speak to tens of thousands of people a day. Some people give me authority to impact their life. Some people don't. I don't take that authority. They give it by believing in me, by trusting me, just like the people that choose to follow me. I don't command their authority. They grant it to me. They say, you bring value to me. And I think as a leader, that's what we do. Leadership's about bringing value, like you talked about love. What does that what to will the good of another person? And for someone, if someone believes that I'm willing the bad for them, then they're not going to give me the authority to lead them, to speak in their life, to help them change their life. That's all I meant by authority. So today we're talking about John Eads. We're talking with John Eads about the topic of leadership. We'll be back in three minutes. I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local, family-owned company, and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service, and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first, and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396, or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, and today we're talking about leadership with a guy who knows what he's talking about, CEO of LearnLoft, Mr. John Eads. Again, John, thank you for joining us on Like It Matters Radio. Absolutely. Hey, John, uh, I want to really get to this one point. And by the way, if you want to join in the call, we got one segment left, uh, 651-289-4466. If you have some questions for John, uh, feel free to call in. Uh, I want to go over this article because the thing that uh, triggered me actually even reaching out to you was this article that you put on LinkedIn. Uh, I thought it was a good article. It said, Mastering Five Simple Strategies that will help you become a better leader today. And I really wanted to make sure we covered this for our listeners. So uh, I have this article right in front of me. You said, number one, uh, review the fundamentals of leadership. And so uh, you were talking about basically working on the fundamentals. You want to kind of expand that one a little bit on how important that is? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, um, the fundamentals are building any skill and I believe leadership is a skill that can be developed, there there has to be the fundamentals like an athlete that work on. I love this story about Kobe Bryant. If any of your audience is a basketball fan, a good friend of mine got the opportunity to work at one of his camps, and he couldn't help himself. He asked Kobe Bryant in his prime. He said, could I you know, come to your workout tomorrow? And Kobe looked at him and said, sure, be there at four. And my friend looked at Kobe and said, uh, we have practice tomorrow at four. And he said, no, no, 4 a.m. And uh, and so my friend got up really early the next day, went to the workout with Kobe, and uh, he, he pulled up at 3.30. He was so excited to get a chance to watch Kobe work out. And the ball was bouncing at 3.30 a.m. And he walked in the gym, and Kobe's in a full bore sweat. And he's 30 minutes before his scheduled workout with his trainer. And he watched the entire practice. And at the end, this my friend was just enamored with what Kobe did during the practice session, and he, he couldn't help himself. So he went up to Kobe after, and he said, I, I just have to ask you, you're the best player in the world. Why did you work on the fundamentals, the absolute basics of basketball for an hour and a half? And Kobe looked him right in the eyes, and he said, how do you think I got to be the best basketball player in the world? Now, I, I share that story because leadership is the same. If we're going to get better at being a leader for the people that we work for and the people that we work with, we have to really focus on the fundamentals and getting better in those fundamental areas every single day. And some of those fundamentals would be, what would they be? Well, if you just think of it, you know, the, the two things, the, the two big things that every leader has to do every single day are be a consistent leader, consistent. People need consistency. And the next thing they need is really good communication. So just know that those two things, bringing those two things to life every single day, being consistent, knowing what people are going to get, and number two, being a really good communicator. And those are two important things almost in anything in life. Um, but some of the fundamentals as it relates to leadership, people buy into the leader before they buy into the vision. You know, people – you can be the best visionary leader in the world, but if they don't know your character as a human being, if they don't know that yep. you're a good person, if they don't yep. know that – if you don't have a really good relationship with each individual member of your team, it's going to be really hard to lead them. And Absolutely. so working really hard at building those relationships. So those are just a couple examples. I mean, there's there, there's four or five that we have listed in the article about, yep. you know, the, the foundation or the fundamentals. Yep, absolutely. And the secondly, you said create a positive morning habit. I, I know the power of momentum. Is that what you're talking about here, just getting things start off on the right foot? What do you mean by that, create a, that positive morning habit? Well, we each have choices every single day, right? And we get up. We, we choose what time we get up, we choose what we do, we choose the activities that we have. Uh, habits, behaviors, become, when held accountable, become habits. And, and habits are something that you don't have to think about doing. You just automatically do. Like most people, they plug in their phone right next to their bed, and what do they do right when they wake up? They look at their phone. It's just a habit that you do without thinking. So we define a habit as something you do so often it becomes the very essence of your being, right? You just mm -hmm. don't think. You just do. So what are those things that you just do in the morning that set your day up for success? 
So for mm-hmm. me, it might be prayer. For others, it meditation. For others, it, it could be anything. But those are habits that we choose. And if you wake up and the very first thing you do is open your email and you start working on your work stuff, you know, you're automatically on the defensive that day. And so that's why it's all about creating really positive morning habits that set the rest of your day up for success. Awesome. Perfect. So, and then you put number three, understand your strengths and weaknesses. This is so critical. And why do you feel this is so important? Well, self-awareness is extremely important to get better at anything. Um, You could have the best content in the world in your workshops, but if someone thinks they're great at it, how receptive are they going to be to the great content that you have? Probably not very good, right? Um, If you think you're the best person in the world at building trust with your people – uh, but when you get your assessment back and you find out that you're actually, you actually don't have that good relationships or your people don't trust you that much, <laughs> are you going to be a lot more open to, wow, I could get better at building trust? Yeah. Amen. Right? Yep. So that, that's why understanding where we're strong and where we're weak, what it can do is it can provide the ability to be a more self-aware leader. And once you're more self-aware, your heart and your mind is open to then going to improve. Absolutely, and it also gives a good example, like you kept talking about giving people an example, giving people uh, a picture of it, because by you being aware of your strengths and weaknesses and by the leader working on them, that gives other people permission that shows them that they should be doing the same thing. So, uh, And the good book tells us where to live and examine life. I think every single, we call it being under construction. You know, in the, in the, the real world, they call it Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean mm-hmm. Manufacturing. It's that continual improvement concept, uh, so powerful. Uh, and then you said for number four, I think it was model the definition of leadership every day. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, we talked about it a little bit earlier. You know, if, if the definition of leadership is someone whose actions empower, inspire, and serve others to produce an improved state over an extended period of time, um, that's great to know. It's more important that you model it. And your example matters a lot more than your words. So, you know, what is your example every single day of serving and empowering other people? Do your actions back up your belief that that's what leadership is? And yeah. that's what people are going to look to and view less the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, I think it was Gandhi who said, be the change that you want to see in the world or, or something like that. And so yeah, basically, I think you nailed it. Yeah, so what you're saying is be the culture you want to see in your company. Be the leader you want to see in your company. Be the be that mentor, that example that, uh, I love it, model the definition of leadership every day. I think it's a great way to put it. And uh, the last one, and you're big on this. I can hear it in some of the things you've said. Uh, ask your team how you're doing. Your, your feedback loop you think is really important in a role of leader. Would, would you expand on that? Yeah, well, I'll, tell you, I'll give you a really quick story. Uh, I... One day, my, my my wife texts me, and she says, John, uh, we got a problem. I said, what happened? I, she said, well, um, I don't have my phone. It's broken. So I get home. I ask what happens. Uh, she texts me from her computer, and, and I said, what happened? She said, well, your 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 five-year-old son took the phone into the bathroom. He, and, and what do five-year-olds do when they're playing a game and they need to use the restroom? They take the phone with them. He ended up dropping the phone in the toilet, and the, to- the phone was broken. So that night, usually when Amy or I, I would start working or she would get on her phone, we didn't have phones that night. We decided to put them away. So that, and that, so that night, I don't know what made me do it. I can say it was the Holy Spirit or whatever, but I said, how am I doing as a husband? And I mean, boy, did I get the truth. And so it was it was eye opening to me to ask my wife how I was doing as a husband and let her share real feedback with me and have my heart and my mind open to seeing that I can do some things better. And so often leaders at work in particular, they just don't ask their people how they're doing. They just assume they're doing a good job. And it's amazing what happens with just asking your team. It could be an email. It could be in person. We do it through an assessment and through our assessment. But the point is just by asking your people how you're doing, you're bound to get feedback that will help you become a better leader. It could be at home as a spouse. It could be at work as being a leader at work. 
Ah, that's great, great uh, information, John. Hey, again, uh, we're getting ready to wrap this up. Why don't you again let our listeners know how they can reach out to you if they want to get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, LearnLoft.com is the best place. Obviously, we're, we've been really fortunate to build a, 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 a network on LinkedIn, um, so you can always search John Eads on LinkedIn. That's a great place to do it, um, LearnLoft.com. We, we have a brand new Ultimate Leadership Academy that we're rolling out. Um, it's an online program that leverages our assessment and, and monthly content to help, so you can, you can learn more there if you're interested, LearnLoft.com backslash Ultimate Leadership Academy. Awesome. John, I want to thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your insight. Uh, those of you listening, you have been blessed. Now go out and do something with it. And remember, you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you when you live your life like it matters. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need more hair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.